Hello, welcome to Legendary Adventures, a Legend of Zelda podcast. This week we're going to explore the sixth dungeon in the Legend of Zelda, level six, the dragon. I'm your host, Paul Riley. I am a Zelda fan exploring the evolution of the series by playing through each mainline Zelda game in release order. That means I'm excluding spin-offs and multiplayer focused releases. Today, as we exit level five, the lizard, our direction and next destination is not immediately clear. You'll remember that in Dungeon 3, we received a raft that gave us a big hint on where to find Dungeon 4, and that in Dungeon 4, we got a clue from an old man, giving us a big hint on where to go to find the fifth dungeon. Here, nothing. No hints. We do, however, have the ladder, which allows us to cross the river on the north end of the lake, and it's an area that previously we were unlikely to reach. There is the Lost Woods on the southwestern part of the map, that players can go through if they find the secret on getting through. Those who do make it through, however, will run into some tough enemies, including red and blue Lynels. These are the toughest enemies in the entire game. This whole segment serves as a soft lock to repel low-skilled players from reaching this area before they're ready. By the time they get the ladder, however, they should be ready to take on this area, and they can do so by crossing the river on the north end of the lake. And they can bypass the hard lock of the river on the north end of the lake by using that ladder and crossing over. So, we can find level 6 by crossing the river and heading west. I personally crossed at the mouth of the river. After doing this, I traveled west, south, then west again until a dead end forced me north up a set of stairs, then west one more screen, north up another set of stairs. However, level 6 has a reputation for particularly difficult. There are some truly challenging enemies inside, so I would recommend routing up at least two heart containers on the eastern edge of the world map. One requires the ladder, the other the raft. I would also make a point of getting the magic sword. This can be found in a graveyard just west of level 6. We're tipped off to this location by an old woman who's in a cave. We can reach this cave by taking the bridge across the river to the south of the lake and then traveling south she tells us to meet the old man in the grave. This is easier said than done. In the graveyard, players will have to find the correct grave through trial and error. Touching an incorrect grave spawns a ghost enemy called a genie. The correct grave is found in the northwestern section of the graveyard, and it's the second grave on the right in the second row from the top. Pushing that gravestone reveals a set of stairs. The old man inside will grant us the game's most powerful sword if we have at least 12 hearts. At this point, we should. Players can also pick up the optional power bracelet that's located under an Armo statue not far from Dungeon 6. Players can pick it up on the way there, or they can travel from the dungeon south one screen, east one screen, north one screen, and then east another screen. The bracelet is under the statue on the east end in the top row. The bracelet allows Link to move some rocks on the overworld to reveal staircases that lead to fast travel points. However, these fast travel points are not marked, and you'll have to figure out where you're going just through trial and error. Now to the dungeon. The man who gives a good impression of the type of dragon this dungeon is supposed to resemble. It's a long, eastern-style dragon. The tail starts on the south, then curves to the west, then north, before turning back east. The shape makes traversing the dungeon actually fairly straightforward. This dungeon is mainly a combat gauntlet, and it's much tougher than any other dungeon we faced yet. So we do start in the tail, there's a locked door to the west, an open door to the east. 
The locked door will present a problem if players have not thoroughly explored past dungeons. In this first Zelda game, keys can be used for any locked door in any location. You can carry keys from one dungeon to another, even purchase them in shops. This is a feature that would be phased out in later Zelda games, but it is here. It just hasn't really impacted us in any way until this point. Traveling east, we find a room with five new enemies called Wizrobes, as their names describe. They are wizards. They fire magic attacks at Link. There are two variants that we will encounter in this dungeon. The first is the yellow variant. The Wizrobes vanish and then reappear. Once they reappear, they fire a bolt of magic and then disappear again. With the magic sword, we can take them out in one hit. And with the magic shield, we can block their attacks and make them not too much of an issue. Defeating the Wizrobes will reveal a key. Players must decide now, do they unlock a door on the north end of this room, or do they go back to that locked room at the start of the dungeon? If players have not entered with at least one extra key, they will already come up short. If they head north, they will not be able to progress west, and they will not be able to complete this dungeon. I entered this dungeon with two extra keys collected from previous dungeons. A locked door on the north leads to an old man who offers a hint on how to defeat the dungeon boss. He says, aim at the eyes of Goma. Grammatical issues aside, Goma is a cyclops. This lets the player know that the bow will be required to take out Goma. Heading back west, we can go through the locked door. And then what follows is a series of combat gauntlets. For six room, players have no alternate path to take. And the first two rooms do not have locked doors, meaning that players can avoid enemies if wished. However, clearing the second round of rooms of Zol will grant them the compass. The third room in the sequence has a door blocked by a shutter. Defeating the eight keys in the room will open the shutter, allowing players to continue. And the next room offers a brief reprieve. It contains spike traps to avoid, but no enemies. Catch your breath here, though, because the next room is one of the most difficult yet. Traveling through the door, the players will find a room with two yellow whiz robes, two blue whiz robes, three like-likes, and a bubble. Unlike other enemies in the game where the blue variants just take and give more damage to the player, blue wiz robes actually behave differently than their yellow variant. Instead of teleporting all around the room, they glide across the room, only occasionally teleporting for a quick movement. They're generally considered to be one of the most difficult enemy types in the game. On top of this, players also have to deal with the shield-stealing like-likes while avoiding that bubble that will prevent them from using their sword. I find taking out the wiz robes first while avoiding the other enemies to be the most effective strategy. Then I can keep my distance and use the bow to eliminate the like-likes and just have no worries about that bubble. Once the enemies are defeated, we push a block and open a door to continue north. In the next room, we encounter two yellow whiz robes and two blue ones. The door on the north is open and players can avoid these enemies and simply progress north. But this is the first room that allows a different path. It's just not immediately visible. A bomb can be placed on the east wall to create a door allowing players to bypass the mini-boss. However, I am not taking this alternate path through this playthrough, so I went north. In the next room, we faced off against Gleok for the second round. This time the dragon is the mini-boss, and it has an extra head. But with the magic sword, we were able to make pretty quick work of it. Once Gleok has fallen, a door to the east opens. Moving east, we find the room with the map, and locked doors to the north and south, an open door across a stream to the east. A block of four rooms to the east are technically optional, but players will get a hit on the location of the next dungeon. 
Traveling Ace players will be rewarded with a key after clearing a room of wizard robes, and a room to the north can be completely ignored. Continuing East players will have to clear another room of wizard robes and like likes to open a door to the north. Inside the northern room, the old man offers this hint. There are secrets where fairies don't live. We'll discuss the solution to that riddle in our next episode. We head back west two rooms and then north through a locked door. Clearing another room of wizard robes allows us to push a block, revealing a staircase leading to the 2D item stream. This time we find the magical wand. This particular tool is actually completely optional, but it's useful. It grants player a ranged attack that, unlike the bow, does not cost rupees. Heading back the way we came, we then go through a locked door to the south. We brighten the room and defeat the wizard robes inside to get a key. Heading south, we brighten another room, clearing it of fire. A direct hit with the magic sword actually prevents the fire from splitting into the keys, making the fight significantly easier. We cross a stream of lava and head east. We have to clear the next room of wizard robes and like likes to be able to push a block and reveal a staircase that takes us to the 2D underground traversal screen. Moving from west to east results in players moving from the dragon's back foot to its head. We avoid the enemies on the screen and head through an open door to the south. Clearing the next room of fire will grant us a key. The next room is filled with spike traps and wizard robes. The open door to the south leads to an option room where players can defeat wizard robes to obtain bombs. And the boss lies through a blocked door on the north. Goma is a large spider-like creature with a single large eye. It moves from left to right, flinging fireballs. We wait for Goma to open its eyes, fire an arrow, and the boss falls in a single hit, allowing us to gather the heart container and a new piece of the Triforce. So next week, we're going to travel to where fairies don't live and tackle the seventh dungeon in the game, the demon. If you'd like to follow along and you haven't already, please consider subscribing. I'm Paul Riley. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week.